As I left the familiar sights and sounds of soul behind, a wave of nervous excitement swept over me. I was on my way to Tokyo for an internship at a renowned design firm, a huge step forward in my journey as an industrial designer. Despite the language barrier and cultural differences, on my first day at the office, I was welcomed with warm smiles and firm handshakes. The work environment buzzed with creativity and innovation, and I felt instantly at home among fellow designers who shared my passion. Though initially daunting, the array of knowledgeable and experienced individuals surrounding me offered a wealth of personal and professional inspiration. Architects, graphic designers, product designers, and creatives from all walks of life became my mentors, pushing me to be and develop more than I'd ever imagined. Not only were they colleagues, but soon became friends. Their unique perspectives on design helped broaden my own understanding, and our shared love for creativity brought us closer. They became my family in a foreign land, showing me the nuances of living and working in Tokyo, from the maze of subway lines to the best ramen spots that weren't on tourist brochures. While Seoul still held my roots in Tokyo, I began sprouting new branches. Amidst the myriad of photographs, architectural plans, and coffee-fueled late-night brainstorming sessions, I felt a profound sense of purpose and belonging. The city's vibrant contrasts of old and new, tradition and modernity, began to mirror my own metamorphosis as a designer. My perceptions blurred, distorting and reforming as the eastern horizon of my journey softly revealed itself. It wasn't long before I began unveiling bits and pieces of Tokyo's vibrant culture through the lens of design. From alleyways adorned with Yurakucho lanterns to the sleek, modern aesthetics of Ginza's high-rises, the city was an eclectic mix of ancient tradition and fast-paced modernity. My affinity for design led me to a local design event one evening, a stage dedicated to showcase the myriad range of Tokyo's creative pulse. The event was bustling with artists, sculptors, and designers. It was a celebration of Tokyo's cultural heritage mingled with its contemporary flair. Amidst the swirl of creativity, I came across an intriguing individual, Hiroshi, a local designer brimming with the same passion for design as me. Hiroshi and I instantly connected drawn by our shared interest and the free-flowing exchange of design ideas under the Tokyo sky. He was unlike anyone I had ever met. His understanding of design merged tradition and modernity in a way that seemed to echo the city itself. Conversations turned into brainstorming sessions, and brainstorming sessions blossomed into an understanding so profound that it wasn't limited to our shared profession anymore. Soon I found myself saying yes to my first dinner date with him at a quiet sushi restaurant tucked away in one of the city's quieter streets. It felt as though Hiroshi and I had discovered a common language, that of art, design, and now perhaps of hearts speaking to each other. Equal parts terrified and excited, but knowing that love, like any good design, was a gamble, I walked into the restaurant with a mind full of chatter and a heart brimming with anticipation. As I looked at Hiroshi over the table, I felt this was a design overload I was more than willing to explore. In a city that never sleeps, I found moments of companionship that warmed my heart. My colleagues at the firm, who started as unfamiliar faces in a new city, slowly evolved into friends. Cohorts navigating the labyrinth of Tokyo and the riddles of design together. As the new kid on the block, I was welcomed with open arms. And what initially seemed like an intimidating, alien environment soon grew comforting. One of the friendships that marked my time in Tokyo was with Midori, another intern at the bustling design firm. 
she too was on a journey, carving her path in a city that was herself a tapestry of stories. Midori and I hit it off instantly. We spent endless evenings huddled over our drafts, sipping matcha tea and ruminating over our design ideas. Our interactions meandered seamlessly from the late-night conversations about the nuances of design to shared tales of Tokyo's hidden gems. Even outside the confines of the firm, we had our fair share of adventures. One such escapade led us to explore Tokyo Disneyland. The escapade, an unexpected mix of childhood nostalgia and laughter, remained etched in my memory, sparking a newfound joy within me. Shrieking with excitement, teary-eyed with laughter and dizzy from too much spinning, we became more than colleagues that day. The bond we formed wasn't restricted to the realms of design anymore. It's fascinating how life can throw random people together in the most unforeseen of circumstances and foster bonds that last. It wasn't always about the laughter and joy either. In our quiet moments, we spoke about life, about our dreams and fears, about the nagging sense of being lost at times and the exultation of finding our way back. This is what Tokyo gifted me a friendship that was like a compass, always guiding me through unpredictable weather and uneven terrains. As my time in Tokyo progressed, a rhythm evolved in my life, punctuated with delightful adventures with Midori and other colleagues. One such escapade that holds a special place in my memories is our visit to Tokyo Disneyland. The anticipation of exploring the enchanting fairy tale land filled me with a childlike excitement, a stark contrast to the usual high-pressure realm of design. Life paused for a day as we stepped inside the gates to the magical world. We immersed ourselves in the enchanting ambiance, stepping away from the realm of calculated precision in designs, diving deep into the spontaneous and unpredictability that Disneyland proposed. The joy bubbled within us as we stumbled upon iconic characters from dearly loved childhood stories sharing laughs and clicking endearing photographs to capture these ephemeral moments. Drenched in a rainbow of colors and festivity, we spun on teacup rides and soared on roller coasters, our screams resonating with an ear-to-ear -ear grin. The images of Midori and me holding each other on the roller coaster for communicating only through eye contact in between roars of laughter still muster a chuckle. Under the kaleidoscopic fireworks, as our feet gave up to the exhaustion, we would collapse on the green pastures making funny shapes out of clouds, our laughter sinking with the fireworks. As I relive these memories, I can almost hear our amused shrieks echoing in my ears, feel the adrenaline from the roller coaster rides, and taste the buttery popcorn that seemed to replenish itself magically. It wasn't just a visit to a theme park, rather a day etched clearly in the canvas of my mind, not in the colors of the bright luminescence of Disneyland, but in the warm hues of friendship and shared laughter. These adventures amplified our bonding, making us confidants in the true sense, partners in adventures, navigators in the labyrinthine life of Tokyo, and co-workers sharing a table. Our friendship had found new depths amidst the laughs, amplifying our understanding and making our journeys entwined with each other. Even today, while walking down the aisle of memories, this visit to Disneyland remains an unwithered rose in the bouquet of my Tokyo memories. Observe its beauty and take in its aroma. The memories transport me back to those laughter-filled corridors of Disneyland, reinforcing my gratitude for the friendships I forged during my journey. Those were the tangible proof of the intangible bonds of camaraderie I had formed, a memento of the time when Midori and I were not just colleagues navigating through designs, 
but partners navigating the roller coaster that life really was. My internship was nearing its completion, and with it, my time in Tokyo was running out as well. The office, which was once an alien environment filled with unfamiliar faces, now held a comforting familiarity. I had grown close to my colleagues, working, learning, and creating alongside them. There came a day when we all realized that our time together was coming to an end. It was a sobering thought. The comradeship we had formed would soon step back into the realm of memory. Seeing the melancholy wash over us, Midori, ever the spirited one, suggested a farewell dinner for me. Initially, I was reluctant, fearing the surge of emotions that I knew would follow, but she held my hand, telling me that it wouldn't be a farewell, just to see you later. Fast forward to the dinner, and we found ourselves at a popular Japanese restaurant, the air filled with laughter, cheers, and bittersweet farewells. We feasted on sushi and tempura, telling tales of our time together and sharing candid moments that we had lived through, each story punctuated by sincere laughter or a fond smile. As the evening drew to a close, there was an unsaid realization that life would move on, changing the course of our relationships, but the memories of our precious times would remain etched in our minds. In the gentle dim light of the restaurant, under the soft hum of familiar voices, I looked around the table teeming with these faces that had become a significant part of my Tokyo journey. I realized how they had touched my life, helping shape it during these crucial months away from home. At that moment, I felt an overwhelming cocktail of emotions, nostalgia, gratitude, delight, coupled with a tinge of sadness. But above all, I was overcome with a sense of fulfillment. I realized that more than the place, it was the people that made the experience worthwhile. Clinking my glass with theirs, we toasted to the time spent, to the bonds formed, and to the many crossroads that life would present us, cherishing every moment we had left together. With Hiroshi, our relationship had grown still over time, nurtured by shared design philosophies and the joy of discovering Tokyo together. We had allowed ourselves to be swept up in the romance of the city, the thrill of a new relationship, of starry-eyed wonder about what the future held. But with my departure looming, we were faced with a harsh reality. The distance would become more than just a barrier. It would be a chasm widening with each passing day. Could we jump over it? I asked myself, listening to the sound of Hiroshi's voice as he talked about his latest project. In his excitement, I saw a future where he pursued his goals, unfettered by boundaries of location. I, on the other hand, was drawn back to my home, Seoul, where my dreams waited for me patiently. I felt a whisper of guilt with this realization. Why shouldn't our dreams align? I thought, trying to brush away the uneasiness enveloping me. Late one night, after a day spent ideating, sketching, and dreaming at our favorite spot along the Sumida River, we confronted the elephant in the room, our geographically divided future. Ever the realist, Hiroshi took my hands in his, in that gentle yet firm way of his, saying, Remember, Jiwu, our paths might diverge, but we will always have Tokyo. It didn't slam into me all at once. The reality of the breakup nudged its way into my thoughts over time. There was an odd relief mixed with sadness, a cocktail of emotions that left me dizzy at times. Tears welled up unexpectedly when I walked past familiar streets now imbued with memories of him. But there was also a quiet acceptance, the understanding that growth sometimes entails walking away from what you hold dear.
I bid Hiroshi goodbye the day before I left, at the same quiet local sushi restaurant where our relationship had officially begun. From the outside looking in, it could have seemed like any other day. Two friends catching up over a meal. But the undercurrent of sadness, the finality of the farewell that hung in the air, marked the end of a chapter in my life. As Hiroshi left the restaurant, throwing me a last glance, I realized that in Tokyo, I had not only nurtured my passion for design, but had also embraced the capacity and courage to love and let go. The last weeks in Tokyo were filled with farewell dinners and heart-touching send-offs. Unexpectedly, the ones who had helped me in my professional growth at the firm turned out to be the most challenging to say goodbye to. Among them, Midori, a fellow intern, was the one I had formed an unanticipated bond with. An expert in digital recluse, she was a bit of an introvert like me. Nonetheless, she was the person who made sure I braved a smile each day, even when every fiber of my being shouted to just dissolve into tears. The very day before I was scheduled to leave, my friends from the internship threw a dinner for me. Looking back, I remember how we sat around a large wooden table in one of my favorite spots, a tranquil ramen house nestled in a hidden alleyway of Shibuya. Joyous banter and playful teasing echoed in the air as we reminisced about our shared experiences. When they presented me with a beautifully handcrafted scrapbook, a compilation of our shared memories, my heart swelled with gratitude. There was Hana, always ready with advice on novel design strategies, a reliable friend over the years. Then Midori, her quiet support always channeling calmness into any situation, our outlook on life notably similar and many others who had become more than just colleagues. They had become my chosen family in this foreign city. But as the laughter faded into silence and the reality sunk in, the merriment suddenly had a bitter edge to it. The goodbyes were here and they were harder than I anticipated. I found myself enveloped by a rush of affection and intimacy for this group of design enthusiasts, these wonderful people whom I had shared, created, and dreamt so much with in Tokyo. However, Something within me understood that this was a necessary rite of passage, stepping into the unknown while leaving behind the familiar. Just as how a new design needs the space to breathe and grow, so does a person. And for me, Soul beckoned warmly, waiting to welcome me back with open arms. After hugging the last of my friends goodbye, I stepped into the night, my heart heavy yet oddly light. Tokyo had been a beautiful chapter of self-discovery and growth professionally and personally. And as I looked at the city lights fading away in the rearview mirror, I knew part of me would always belong here. My professional journey was far from over, but I had found myself more prepared, armed with the lessons and friendships forged in the bustling city of Tokyo. No longer a student with an uncertain path ahead, but a professional industrial designer ready to carve a meaningful place in the world. Here's to the lessons learned, the goodbyes said, the love lost, and all the beautiful memories made here. Sayonara, Tokyo.